Hello, my name is Rosanna Molunio and welcome to the Rosanna Mod Podcast. Want to modify your life? That is corny, but I'm going to keep it in there. This variety show brainstorms solutions for everyday challenges, unlocks your secret potential, think outside the box with creative ideas that improve your business and your life. Get inspired with special guests, get motivated with how-to projects for the whole family, and learn that life is too short for anything less than being happy. Laugh with me or at me, it doesn't matter, somebody's going to laugh. Welcome to the Rosanna Mod Variety Pod. This is your wrestling host, Rosanna Mourinho, a.k.a. Rosanna Mod. And today is supposed to be Monday Meditations. I am recording this after I recorded my 100th episode because I was behind on certain things and for certain reasons. And I've shared that those reasons with you. And then I realized, you know what? I'm looking at my numbers and I see that Monday Meditations are really low. So not many people are listening. It's okay. I don't mind. I'm learning as I go with you. So I thought, well, technically I already do Monday meditations every day. Anyway, I talk to inspire and motivate and I give you ideas and you learn things. So I thought, why not make the Monday meditation doesn't have to be with an M word so silly, but it doesn't have to be that. Monday could be anything. So it's going to be just like Tuesday talks, Monday talks. Maybe I can throw interviews in there. As soon as I find somebody to interview... Really, if I can get people to interview, because it's really hard to get them together. Like I said, I have a list of people ready to be interviewed. And we keep missing the day. We keep missing times. You know, when I'm working my day job, they're free. And I can't do it. You know, the ones that are at night and on the west side of the States, and it's three hours, you know, earlier than me. So it doesn't work you know, most of them. And then a lot of them are in Europe and I can't do them either because it's like late at night. It's really late unless I stay up. I mean, I'm going to have to do that at some point. So it's coming together. Today is let's talk about anything day. So I kind of wanted to brief you on what was going on and why really been able to get my things in order and get my days and my things recorded. You guys know that I'm working alone. I don't have any assistance as far as, you know, recording or editing, anything like that, or taking care of my Coco, which right now needs care. Glaucoma in her right eye. Coco is my Shishan. She'll be 13 in a couple weeks. I have the choice of either getting her surgery or putting three, two different eye drops in her eyes every 12 hours, which I don't mind doing. It's just that I notice that when I do it, she gets very depressed. The lens has detached, I guess, or moves around. It's luxation, it's called. It's really technical, but the whole thing is the lens moves around, okay? And it's uncomfortable and painful for her. So she's complaining and blinking all the time and uh, squinting. And she doesn't sleep right, then I don't sleep right. You know, she's afraid to jump on the bed or or on high places because I think she lost her sense of distance because her eyesight is failing. You know, I'm up all the time. I'm not sleeping well like I should. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of worry, which I really shouldn't worry, but I'm a worrier anyway. So I'm trying to get a grips on that. And that's one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about is when you have somebody that's sick or when you're taking care of somebody that's sick, um, I noticed 
if I really look at her and I really pay attention to the way that she acts, I know her to the point that I know when she's not feeling well. She doesn't have to whine or cry. I know when she's not feeling well. I know by the way she reacts to things, to me. You know, she doesn't want to play. She kind of turns her head away, you know, faces the wall instead of facing me. But those little, those little things that she does, I pay too much attention to. So I actually force her to be codependent on me. So I kind of baby her too much is what I'm trying to say. And when you have somebody that's sick, I don't humans are different because they talk to you. But when you have like a sick pet, you baby them too much. It's okay, but you know, pets are smart. And they learn how to manipulate and take advantage. And I'm not saying that she does that, but I've caught her doing it a couple times. She's okay. And then as soon as she sees me leaving for work, all of a sudden, she's not okay. Like the other day, I, I, come, I come home for lunch. It takes me about 10 minutes to get here from work and 10 minutes to get back. I have a one-hour lunch, so I spend it with her. It's a drive. It's worth it for me. I come in and uh, she's all happy and excited, you know, and then she looks normal. Her eyes are wide open and she's happy. And And then as soon as she sees me putting my shoes back on, like I'm ready, I'm getting ready to go back out the door, she'll start squinting. She'll close her eye completely and she'll turn away from me. And I'm like, really? Every time? What's going on now? I know that you were okay a few minutes ago. How all of a sudden now this doesn't, too much of a coincidence, you know, and then I'll get into my car, I'll look at the window and I'll see her at the window. So she actually jumped on the little this little uh, bench that I have there for her so she can reach the window and she'll be staring out the window, which is heartbreaking to watch, but you know, I see that she's okay. You see what I mean? So I try really hard now to distance myself a little bit and to not be so uh, on top of her, keep asking, are you okay? Are you okay? Is my Coco okay? Is baby okay? You know, it's too much, I think. So I'm putting the TV on, I'm watching TV more, I'm kind of distancing myself, doing things like right now. She's on the sofa and I'm behind the wall divider <clears throat> that divides my studio space from the rest of the living room. Normally she's by my side, but she's over there now because she noticed that I came in here and I just started working. Now that happened because pets, and this is true, are very sensitive to your energy. So when they sense that you're upset, they get upset. When they sense that you're sad, they kind of come over and start, you know, kissing your face and kind of want to get near you because they know that you're sad. If you're sick or you're not feeling well, that's another thing that they notice. If you're angry, you know, they kind of stay away. It's like they know you don't have to say anything or do anything. It's an energy that they feel. That's why they're so sensitive to earthquakes. Did you ever notice? Like, look that up on YouTube, how animals react to earthquakes. Like before the earth even starts moving, they already know something's going on or something's going to happen. They hear it before humans do. They feel it before humans do. It's a sense uh, that, that's overdeveloped compared to humans. So keep that in mind. What I've been doing is not, I've only been rewarding her when she does things that are good. So after I give her her drops, she gets the cookies and the snacks and she knows that she really, she's really good about the drops. She lets me put them in her eye and she's okay. But then they kind of make her a little bit tired and lethargic. I'll explain this on the Tuesday talk show because I need to talk to her eye doctor on Monday about the surgery because I've opted, I've decided to get that lens removal, which is a removal of the lens. I know, I know that there's risk involved, but I need to find out what's going on with that because 
it's not a matter of the trouble with the drops. It's just a matter of giving her the opportunity not to have to worry, not to have to deal with lens moving around in her eyeball and causing her pain and discomfort every day. That's really what it comes down to. That's not the drops for me are no problem, but it's for her. And I know that this is causing her anxiety. So I have to look at the wrists and see what's involved. There could be blindness, but she's already, you know, she's already lost sight, some sight. She can see, but she doesn't see normally. Without the lens, I, I believe that they, they become farsighted. So that means they can only see from far away. They can't see close up. And I don't know how weird that's going to be from one eye to the other. That's one of the questions I have to ask. Because if you fix only one eye, can see far, the other one can see normal. How does that affect the way you walk? The focus is gone, you know, on one eye. Because the lens is what helps you focus. And I have very good things to say about this doctor. I can't mention his name because I have to ask him first. So when I talk to him on Monday, I'm going to ask him if it's okay if I can use his name in my Tuesday works podcast i'll let you guys know what's going on on that note i will leave you alone if you want to support the show please follow the links below the show note if you want to become a podcaster and you have some information you'd like to share with the world and think that maybe you can change it somehow one person at a time one download at a time change the world one channel at a time then please follow the show notes under there where there's a link that says Buzzsprout. And then there's links below the show notes for my Amazon handmade shop, my eBay, all that great stuff. Mother's Day coming up. I have a lot of really great deals coming up before Mother's Day. So just keep an eye out for that. And finally, I would like to say thank you for listening. God bless you. And what do we say? <laughs>